get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alex Ferrario, he's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brownie and Crouppen Celebrity Line for our weekly visit with the voice of the blues. He's Chris Kerber joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Curves, we always appreciate the time, man. We were just talking a little fantasy football because over the next couple of weeks, I know a lot of people will be uh, conducting their fantasy drafts. Are you a fantasy football guy? Do, do you get involved? I, I was. I have not the last couple of seasons, but uh, Ben Boyd, over at KMOX, ran a, a long one for quite a while. We were part of. I think Alex was part of that one too with us for a, for a while there. So uh, did pretty well in that one. Uh, I think I did fantasy football for about oh, I don't know twelve, fifteen years, and then the last couple just said, "Now nah, I'm going to take some breaks for a little bit." So, um, but I, it was it sure as heck is fun when you're staying on top of it. Well, you did fantasy football. Do you do fantasy hockey? Because I know your daughter does it, and she crushes it. Yeah, no, I know. I don't do fantasy hockey. I, I did offer this year to uh, be the commissioner of her league for her friends if if her friends want to do a league, and I, I put it together for her. But uh, I kind of my I lost a little interest in fantasy football when we started doing the keeper league stuff because to me, like depending on who it was and stuff like that, it was to me it just got kind of crazy without being able to just reset every, every year. So. It lost a little luster to me on that. I think fantasy football, you just you go with it. Everybody starts fresh every year, and then you go back at it. I'm an auction guy. I prefer to do the auction-style drafts. I think they're calling up salary cap now. I, I don't know why. I guess it's the gambling connotation. Yeah, um, to the auctions. Are you, do you prefer the auction style or the snake draft? Um, oh, you know what? I never did an auction style. Got to get in on it, Curves. It's I, a game changer. Yeah, you know, an auction style might be more fun with a salary cap, I think, than the, than the snake style. It was always one of those catch twenty twos. You know, did you want to? Did you really want to pick? But and like, say, a twelve team league, did you want to pick between five and eight versus top five or, or bottom five and get a couple picks in a row? The, the other thing, though, that like to me too, it, it got to the point if you were in like a twelve team league, it sometimes was nearly next to impossible to improve your team or to make changes. Because we had leagues where you're like, like nobody was willing to make a trade unless it was so lopsided it was crazy. So that, you know, that, that made it, I think, even more difficult. To, um, and then, the other, listen, the other rule that should be a part of every, every person's fantasy football league, all right, like just on the, this idea that you could put somebody on waivers and then nobody can claim them for like 48 hours. So anybody that goes on waivers on like Friday or Saturday – isn't available for that Sunday, get rid of that too. Somebody's available, they should be up, and uh, somebody could have them by Sunday morning in my book. Love it. We're talking with Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber here on BK and Ferrario. Kerbs, uh, ESPN did their rankings for breakout players per team for the upcoming season, and the breakout player that they selected for the Blues was Pavel Buchnevich. And that seems like an obvious one for us here after the acquisition, but it is nice to know that nationally people are looking at Buchnevich as a, a upgrade on the top six for the Blues. 
Yeah, considering some of the uh, success that he had, I, I wouldn't be honestly looking at him as a player for a, a breakout year. I think he's been steadily improving and, and has been really good. So I, that is encouraging because it makes you think that people think that not only could there be not just steady growth, but a big jump in his offensive production. And I guess one of the things that has to make you think that is a lot of the points that he picked up and a lot of his offensive impact was five on five. In the scenario that the Blues have right now, he should see some pretty decent power play time. So I, I guess that's where we might be able to see quite a boost in some of his offensive numbers. If not him, then who would you pick as an internal candidate to potentially have a breakout season this year, Curbs? Uh, in, internal year from a breakout standpoint. Uh, I, 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 th- I think Jordan Cairo. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really curious to see what Jordan builds on off of some success last year. Had a little bit of lull, but all in all had a pretty good year. And if he gets some regular, if, if he stays in the top six and gets some regular moments and there's some creativity to his game, um, we could see, I think, a massive jump with him this year. What do you think that looks like? Last year, 14 goals in 55 games. If he does have that breakout year that you're talking about, Curbs, what does that look like? Oh, I think uh, I, I think for me with Jordan Kyber, it would be a 20 to 25 goal season and a 50 point campaign. You think that's likely? Yeah, I think it's. I, listen, I think it's really possible for him because I thought he made some great strides last year, you know. And 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 if if there is a move with Tarasenko, or even if there's not, I, I think Jordan Kyber showed what he can do. It, the, the thing that impressed me about Jordan last year, guys, was. When, when he got the puck with confidence, he started really making plays. He'd skate with it. Guys would miss him when he'd skate past him. He was, he was moving the puck, not just by passing it, but he could skate with speed with the puck. And we didn't see enough guys do that. We don't have enough guys with speed able to do that. And I think that's where kind of the bridge from kind of the, the heavier game to, to adapt to a little bit more of what Jordan Kyra can do is going to be kind of important. Because he's not just a guy that, that you're going to say, go hold the puck in the corner. He's going to be a guy that says, move your feet and skate and create. And, and I thought we started to see that. And I am, honestly, I'm really looking forward to see, if, to, to see if we see more of that creativity in his game. Now, I'm not comparing him to Patrick Kane by any means. But I'm talking about the kind of player that if he's got the puck on a stick, could wheel it around the zone one time and everybody still lets him have the puck kind of thing. And that creates some chaos. Something like that could be a real benefit and add some, some, a different kind of dynamic to the Blues offensive game that, frankly, we haven't seen a lot of. Frankly, Curbs, I'm always amazed anytime you use another Blackhawks player's name. Huh. Well, yeah, look, uh, I, I, you can respect them. You don't have to root for them. There's a big difference <laughs> there. It's sort of like my father. Like, listen, my father-in-law is like diehard Red Sox. It's game two of the baseball season. Right there's 161 games counting that one. It's the second inning, and he's yelling at an umpire for a ball that was just nicked the corner of the plate. Right, but but he was one that said, I mean, grew up as a Roger Clemens fan. No way could he root for Roger Clemens as a Yankee. The man has no respect for Derek Jeter. Like that's a different level for me. I I, I can still I can still respect some pretty doggone good players, and I I love the fact that Patrick Kane has been as good as he has been for the Blackhawks. And I love the fact that fans boo him, and he has fun with it when he comes to St. Louis. Curbs, one player that I think we all respect is Zdeno Chara, and, and we've heard the connections with his name and the St. Louis Blues. Uh, 
if, if for some reason he does sign with St. Louis before the season begins nationally, what do you think that perception of the blues is with him on the roster? Well, I, I, I think nationally somebody that they look and say, okay, they just got some more, you know, solid, very predictable NHL depth. And, uh, and, and to me, predictability in the game, I think is paramount to the style that the blues like to play and the style that they've been successful at. So, I think that what we've seen from Zdeno Char is great passion. Still, the the ability to play. Yeah, he's lost some steps. He had some to give, but you know, you use him in the right moments, and, and he can be effective. Bring a little, you know, snarl back there as well. I guess some reports I was reading said he still would really like to prefer to stay on the East Coast somewhere. But I also do know that it, again, and and this is not. I've talked to Doug Armstrong or somebody the insight here, guys. I'm just going on what we have seen over the last 11 years with him as general manager and that is he likes to have a little more depth and i i think depending on how the cap situation had comes out whether it be with the robert thomas signing or potentially move of tarasenko or somebody on long-term ir whatever it may be uh, i i think that there is still probably some thought process along the way to still add a little more proven nhl depth up, up front maybe in the bottom six and I think there's room for another NHL defenseman in there, too, if they can pull that off. Final question for you as we're talking to Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, I, I know you have said in the past when we've had these conversations, you would not be particularly surprised if Vladimir Tarasenko, if Doug Armstrong doesn't get the deal he's looking for, if Vladdy ends up having to report to camp whenever they get there. Do you think we're getting any closer to some sort of a resolution on the Vladimir Tarasenko situation, though? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would think that when you heard rumors about the potential New York Islanders, you know, if there are two general managers in the league that can lock something down, you know, and make sure nobody knows about it, it would be those two general managers. And you might throw Steve Eiserman in the mix as a triumvirate when it comes to that scenario. Um, I, I just, I think... Brandon, I, my, my stance on this honestly hasn't changed from when Jeremy Rutherford really broke the story that he was asking for the trade. I just, if the Blues had to eat salary for one year, you could kind of stomach that. But if you had to eat salary for two, that's what you don't want. I, I, think, I, I think the best-case scenario may end up being Vladimir Tarasenko starting the season, proving he can be healthy, and then maybe there's better value there. I really do believe that when you when you find out that his that Vladimir's representatives requested a trade just a couple days after the season, which is a month and a half before the story broke, you know Doug Armstrong really kicked the tires. If there was a reasonable deal and there was a fair deal and there was something that made sense, he would have done it. I, my, this scenario to me tells me that there just isn't a good enough market out there right now for a guy that has dealt with the two shoulder surgeries and what he's dealt with over the last couple of years. And that's why I've really felt from day one that this could drag closer to camp. Now, you know, again, you still have to get Robert Thomas signed. There's not a lot of salary cap space left. Maybe there's some other moves up Doug Armstrong's sleeve. But I, I, I do believe that, you know, and, and I felt all along that a real scenario is that Vladimir Tarasenko could start the season with the Blues, and I, I still believe that. Well, Curbs, we're looking forward to whenever that resolution does come, breaking it down with you here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate the time. We'll talk with you again next week, my man. All right, fellas. Have an awesome rest of the week. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just 3 bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.